Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich, a platform where we challenge your current beliefs and we go expand that fucking consciousness. As always, reality is a reflection of you. So monitor that self-talk. On today's episode, I am joined by my soul sister, Erin. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited um, for the combo today. Let's go. Our last episode, that, it touched a lot of people. So I got I got to bring the sis back on this shit. <laughs> so, so guys, today, the title of the episode is Wealth Consciousness, how to go from a lack mindset to an abundant one. And I had to bring Erin on because she is the source queen of abundance and manifestation. Let's go. Yes, let's do it. So I guess let's just talk about to start us off. It's just uh, I guess this money beliefs. Let's start with money beliefs. So I know for me, I grew up in a lack household. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was always told if I asked my mom, like, "Hey, do you have twenty dollars? <laughs> I can get this," and she was always like, "No." So I'm like, "Damn, you like $20? you don't have twenty dollars? You ask me for one hundred? That's before 20. She was always just like, no, I don't have it, can't afford it. I'm like, damn. So, you know, going through that that motion, you don't realize you're adopting, you know, that lack mindset. And when it when you grow up, you start peeping little things like, damn, can I really afford this? Or even if you got the money for it, in the back of your mind, your subconscious program is like, can I really afford this? No, nah, I don't want to spend my money on this. And you you getting taught how to come from a lack mindset. Mm-hmm. No, that that's so true. I grew up the same way where it's like I definitely always had what I needed, mm-hmm. but it still was, you know, a check to check situation or additional money is really for other things, not to just put extra money in my pocket. And so I think when you are just a child or even a teenager and, you know, I think money is really just about freedom. So Mm -hmm. when you're a child and a teenager and you just want that money so you can go do extra things or, you know, buy the shoes that you saw in the mall or whatever it is. And when, when you feel like you can't do that, it starts to create, um, like you're saying, a lackful mentality where you you might not even realize the beliefs because it's in your subconscious mind. It's just 
based on things that you observe about money or how the people closest to you handle money, that will mm-hmm. sort of make up your own mentality about money. And it's really hard to change your relationship with money until you start diving into those beliefs, um, addressing them and changing them. So should so to to us it makes sense, but to somebody who has no idea about the subconscious mind or about programming, how can we break it down to where mm-hmm. they can follow it? Okay. So I'll give everybody an example. Let's say you are in Toys R Us, you know, with your mom or parents and you're five years old and you asked, Oh, hey, can I get, you know, these two toys? And the answer is no, we don't have enough money. As a child, in that moment, you're devastated. You were just told no. And the belief that you just picked up from that particular experience is there is not enough to go around. Or, yeah, basically, there is not enough. Or even I am not deserving or worthy of having those two toys. Mm-hmm. Those are the subconscious embedded beliefs that you have, and it, it makes it hard for you to receive the universal abundance that is always there because essentially you just create those blockages were just created in your mind. Yep. And it, it's a pattern. So it just, it happens again and again. Let's say even when you overhear your parents complain about money, that creates certain subconscious beliefs for you. Um, because again, you start to think, you know, money is scarce, money is limited, and I have to work really hard for money. Yep. So that's pretty much how it works with the subconscious mind. So once we, okay, so we got the, the programming part of how you're adopting this, uh, the lack-based mindset. So once we acknowledge this, we know where the root came from. Mm-hmm. Now we have to change our view Personally, now because we were taking we're taking accountability, we're taking the that upon ourselves to change it. Because if you think about it, I, and I, I I heard I read this somewhere, and this uh, physical physical money is just the uh, manifestation of your thoughts. So when we get a random you know fifty here or you know this here or this there. That is just coming from your abundance mindset that you think and it's just materializing in the physical world. Yes. So, okay, before I address the manifestation part, I want to briefly talk about um, soul contracts or sort of like things that your soul signed up to experience or learn up until a certain point. So for most of us who grew up in these lack households or we, we've had experiences with a shortage of money. We also signed up to have those experiences because we wanted to, our soul wanted to learn from that experience, okay? So it's not even necessarily a bad thing. But now that you've learned from that experience and your soul is ready to grow into more and expand, um, that's when you will start to attract different information similar Mm -hmm. to this podcast and this episode we're doing so if you're listening it's because your soul is ready for you to step into that abundance you learn what you needed to learn um and now it's time to start shedding those human ego layers um and stepping back into your true power so Mm -hmm. when it comes to um i'm sorry we were talking about manifestation right 
mm-hmm. in the thoughts and how thoughts create wealth. Okay. So every single thought you think is energy. And the way you want to think about energy is that energy contains information. It's sort of like a command or a, a signal. So mm-hmm. if you sit there and you think, um, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, then you are creating or generating sort of a lack of flow in your life. And this could be with anything. It could be money, it could be love and relationships, it could be opportunities, you know, what have you. The basis of lack is believing that you don't have something right now and that there's not enough. And so you want to start to change your thoughts around money. Now, that's really hard because let's say right now you actually are broke <laughs> like, yeah. or you, you feel broke. How are you going to change that? And it actually starts. So if you the whole sort of like process for manifestation is three things. It's thought, it's feelings, and then it's actions. Yep. So you have to actually change the way you feel as well as change the thoughts. Like when you change the way you feel, then the thoughts will kind of follow. So how can you start to actually feel abundant? And I'll, I'll give like some practical tips. um, But if you want to ask something rich, you can go ahead. I I get, I get when I tell people, you know, for example, they'll say, um, I'm, I only got $50 in my account. I'm broke. I'm like, bro, you're not broke. You actually got a shit ton of money. Just because it's not the the huge thousands amount that you want, you still have money, and you still because it's, it's think if you think about it, it's somebody who ain't got shit, okay, and it's somebody who don't got shit who is still wealthy in a mind. Well, mm-hmm. they don't have to have that physical money in their possession. They have you know a book, for example, or they have certain things that that equal um, that wealth. Um, value to them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really because you have to I guess it just comes to appreciation appreciation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for what you have now and not the lack of what you have and I want to you, you touched upon the, the soul contract aspect and I know we talked about this before and I found that so interesting homeless people for example I stopped feeling sorry for mm-hmm. them Mm-hmm. understood that they are in their own soul contract their soul for whatever reason wanted to experience lack so who am I to mm-hmm. uh, feel away or you know feel sad about them no that's what they want to experience and for them and it's, it's, it's weird when you observe and it's like you could yeah you don't yeah you might not have the resources right now to change your life but the resources is your mind. And if you just switch that thought process, then you could attract the abundance. The abundance will walk directly to you. Somebody that gives you change could be somebody from a resource center that wants to help you, you know, get your life back on track. But you've mm-hmm. got to change that mindset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, abundance is really a feeling. So I'm glad you mentioned gratitude and appreciation. That's personally what I use mm-hmm. to... Um, create abundance in my life and I think people also have to understand that money is just one form of abundance it's not everything 
abundance can be I have a lot of friends that I have a great time with or I have um I have amazing opportunities that present themselves. I have family. I have, when you get in the sort of that loop of saying, this is what I do have, then you switch to the abundance frequency and then you will be a vibratory match to attracting wealth because Mm -hmm. the vibration of wealth is that of someone who feels like they have a lot. If you don't feel like you have a lot, then you can't, you're never going to be a, vibrational match to wealth or money or opportunities or what have you you have to really start programming yourself to see what you do have or count counter counting your blessings as they say and i don't know why we don't take the time because i I'm, I'm still guilty of this i don't like if you compare yourself to how you were years ago you'll realize you've come a long ass way mm-hmm mm-hmm in a bunch of abundance and just not even money, you know, it could be a new position, new things in your life. It's just, you don't take the time to like say, damn, I wasn't like this two years ago. Let me express gratitude for where I am today. Cause I'm, I came a long way. Mm-hmm. Came a long ass way. And it's just, it's, it's a practice. Like you said, that we, that we should all just adopt. Like for like, if you just wake up and like, and put your hand in your heart, like, damn, I'm grateful that my heart is still beating. Your mm-hmm. heart doesn't beat. You're not promised this second chance again. So what are you going to, what are you going to do with the, with the most that you're given right now? Mm-hmm. Because it's all, like you were saying, it's your mind. It's, perspective so going back to that $50 you mentioned you said somebody could have $50 in the bank right and they would feel like wow I'm broke now if you were to change your perspective and say oh I have $50 that's 50 things that I could buy with $1 you could start shifting your vibration more into that of abundance by just changing the way you see the $50 or hey I only have well I have $50 in the bank but I already have food in the fridge. I already paid my rent or my bills, et cetera. So really that $50 is just extra to do extra stuff. Um, it's You, you, you got to shift the way you see your situation. And I think what makes that hard is because people want to compare where they are to where other people are. And you mm-hmm. should never do that because everybody is on their own path. Maybe you have $50 right now and you are looking at somebody who seems to be splurging you don't know at what point in their life where they they had less than the fifty dollars that you had that you have today. Yeah. Stop focusing on what other people have, and start focusing on what you have, and then you will have more. You can't compare. You just can't compare at all. It's 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 really it's really pointless because you're saying, "Hey, I'm lacking something over here," and you kind of throwing a tantrum. Like a <laughs> Right, dollars more than me. I'm upset. No, I just got fifty dollars. But another thing too that I've, I've I hear a lot. I mean, of course, we don't want to pay bills. Like we don't want to dish out all this money. But the fact that we are evil, even able to, and mm-hmm. still have left over, is mm-hmm. amazing. You know that your bills will be paid every month comfortably, no questions asked. So express gratitude. Because think about it. You have you you have to pay a light bill. If you don't pay your light bill, how you go charge your phone? How you go watch TV? So I express gratitude for this bill I'm paying right now because I'm able to do so much 
with this. So for my Wi-Fi, I'm able to do so much with mm-hmm. that. Just expressing gratitude for for the payments. Money is uh, a energy exchange. Mm-hmm. Can't mm-hmm. be afraid to to spend. And you you hoard, when, when you hoarding all this money, you come in. It's like me me me, my my mine, lack lack lack. And you're not gonna get more with that with that mindset. And even if you do get more, you're not gonna be appreciative appreciative of it. And it's not gonna bring more for a little minute because you're not grateful for what you just experienced. That is so true. And I I totally understand about paying bills, and it's something that we all wish we didn't have to do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you are getting something in exchange for that money. Okay. Yeah. Let's say, you know, you just pay all your subscriptions, Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is that you have. Look at the value that you are actually getting as opposed to the money that you spent. Mm-hmm. Think about how many people that the universe had to organize to make it that comfortable for you to sit in that bed turn on your Netflix and choose anything that you want to watch. How many people were a part of that so that you could have that experience? Same thing like what you said about Wi-Fi and things like that. Those are, those are experiences that you can enjoy. And yes, you, you have to pay for it, but it's an exchange to the people that spent their time and their life and the creativity that they channeled for that to even be a possibility. So we're all in this, exchange together and money is meant to circulate money is not meant to um be hoarded right be hoarded and send an account like how we all think that's actually out of fear um of a lack of security when people Mm -hmm. like to hoard money you should always be circulating your money because the more you put it out the more it's going to come back spend it spend 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 wisely of course and give I find that giving, when you are able to freely give to others, you become this sort of magnetic center of abundance because everything that you give, it comes right back. Because it's that it's, it's that mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And when you are when you give to other people, you're basically saying, you know what? I have enough. I have so much that I can even give this away, and I would still be fine. That is the the message that you are sending to the universe. You can't be stingy. Like if somebody, <laughs> like I'm gonna go back and go. Now I say this. Uh, I don't think my mom's gonna listen to this episode. But I go back to when I was young. My mom was like, "I don't have this. I don't have that." Well, you keep programming your life to be lack because you you hoard in your money. Mm-hmm. You you come in from a place of I can't afford to 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 dish this out and. Like just like a conversation we're having right now, it you don't realize that you're coming from a lack based mindset until you really understand the mind. So I always tell people just understand the subconscious mind work and then you're you go go down this rabbit hole of new awareness and understanding. And so when I like even fucking meeting you, sis like <laughs> I give God, I give all my credit to Aaron because like it was sort of like a book club mm-hmm. and then the fucking wealth league and master teachers the, the soul family just, just mm-hmm. together but the books that you you know showed us and the info you gave us made me think like damn I've been coming from this black mindset now I have to deprogram my beliefs and it's, it's not it's not something you do you know 
that one day. It's a overnight, uh, right? <laughs> it's it's not no simple shit. But once you start understanding the mind, once you under start understanding uh, manifestation, and you start peeping things, and you and you get to a place in your journey where you are accountable for what you're dishing out vibrationally because you fully understand and there's no way around this shit that you're the creator of your reality and the things are just going to reflect based off your vibration. Yep, that's that's so true. And I think when it comes to money, it's such a tricky subject because you know how people think that money is the root of all evil? Mm-hmm. That subconscious belief is so embedded within our, our consciousness that money is bad. Mm-hmm. Deep, deep, deep down, people believe that money is bad. They believe that people who have money are bad. And they believe that being wealthy, that when you have money, it means that you're taking something from somebody else. So if you have those beliefs stuck in your vibration, how do you think you are ever going to be able to attract money? Because you might not say it, but the universe knows everything that you think and believe beneath the surface. So you really have to start working on these things. Money is not the root. Yeah, money is not the root of all evil. Lack is actually the root of all evil because if we're talking about the universe, right, we live in an abundant universe. Um, You always have water to drink. There's always air to breathe. There's always sunlight. If you look at all the the actual fundamental basics that you need to, to survive, it has always been here for you. And you never had to think about it. And that's how the universe works. So although money is a man-made concept, I want you to start seeing money as a master teacher. So you can understand that the concept of money on earth is to help you master your concept of abundance and what's true Mm. abundance is the only thing that's true that's it everything else is an illusion or not of god yeah didn't didn't eric talk about that on the episode when he was channeling i think it was source or the universe i think so i think so we touched upon that but we're, we're, we come from the from a place of abundance and love, and like you said, everything else is an illusion, is a distraction to separate you from yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's it's always that journey back to remembering. But you have to consciously practice this. Yes, and so if we're talking about you know what are some practical things you can do in your everyday life to start changing your vibration. The first thing would be gratitude, okay? And you can use gratitude in two ways. You can go extremely general, um, and then you can get very specific. So, for an example, times in the times in my life where I had zero money when I was just starting to do this work, what I would do is I would take any situation and say, and name 10 things about that unique situation that were actually good, why I was actually thankful for it. So, I remember I got my car repossessed when I was like, 20 that was devastating to me at the time that that was um really devastating and naturally you would feel like oh i just lost my car i just lost something so you have that lack vibration but immediately i knew i cannot reside in that vibration so i started saying every day wow i'm so thankful that uber is even a thing like that's such a creative idea that's so cool or 
oh, I'm thankful that I have two parents that have cars and truly I really can get around. Or I'm so thankful that I have two legs and I can walk down the street if I want and I'm not disabled. It's, it's changing your mind about any situation and then you start, um, you start raising your vibration and then you become a, a, a vibrational match to the abundance that you want. And you could do that with any situation. I will be doing a gratitude list every morning. I'm thankful that I'm alive. I'm thankful for um, the the dinner that I had last night. Whatever it is that you're grateful for, I would just get into this habit of finding the positive things. And I'll be honest with you guys, money for me, because I already knew it was a tricky subject just because of subconscious beliefs, mm-hmm. I just decided to ignore money altogether. And that's something that I actually learned from um, one of my favorite teachers, Abraham Hicks, where they talk about just stay off the topic. (laughs) Yeah. Like if something you can also stay off the topic of something altogether and your vibration will naturally rise. If you focus on all the things that you have and you just leave money out of it, you can change your frequency around money. But if you're directly thinking about money and you know you're not ready to believe that that abundance is there for you. You need to kind of go more general and think about the things you're grateful for that are just, you know, every day, hey, I'm glad the sun came up Mm -hmm. type things. So to touch upon that, when you said with, you know, your car being repoed and just like different things that pop up, we always have some sort of situation with money that pops up to a bill happens or the car situation happens. But a solution always appears. That always is so true. Appears. We stress into the to the fucking morning, and then <laughs> randomly it could be just a random ass fucking situation pops up, and then you got the money for it, or the solution appears. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. always works out, and, it, and when you surrender and you just say you and like you taught me this too to surrender and just to laugh and just look at it from a different perspective. Okay, this happened, so what? What can I do? I can't control this. Now I can control how I'm viewing this contrast to see, okay, yeah, okay. For example, I lost my wallet fucking, I want to say a month ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know you know what? I lost my wallet. Things happen, <laughs> you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. so and literally the next day I get a message about somebody finding my wallet. Because wow. I oh, and I surrendered. All my money was still enough. Everything was still enough. Just surrender. Everything always fucking works out. That's so true. And I think that relates to sort of the art of allowing where you start to understand that, hey, there is a higher power um, and spirit guides or, you know, what, what have you that they love me unconditionally and that they are always protecting me and watching over me. And when you surrender to that truth, you don't, it's hard to sit there and worry. So I think as a master skill, the best thing you can do every single day, no matter what happens, is focus on how you feel. Because Mm -hmm. how you feel is going to raise your vibration and it's going to change your thoughts. So Mm -hmm. my secret, I would say my main secret to life is that I don't really let anything get me down. Like even if it could be a really fucked up situation too, where you're like, wow, this is intense. Yeah. It's a lot of different things going on at once. I could easily let my mind go into this loop of, oh my gosh, how am I going to get out of this? This is horrible. What did I do wrong? Et cetera, et cetera. 
But the best thing you can do is just ground yourself. And in that moment, what is the next best thing you can focus on? And once mm. you find that one thing, it's going to lead to something else positive and then something else positive. And then you can just bring your mood back up. As long as you feel good, you can attract good. So Abraham. just focus on the way you feel. That's all mm. you have to do is focus on how you feel. Go outside, take a walk, go laugh with friends. Stop sitting in the house thinking about the problem or thinking about the money. You're checking your bank account every day, waiting for the money to just dry up. Go live your life. You don't even have to spend money. Go in nature, do cheap stuff, but have fun and just feel good, you know? Feeling is the key. Feeling is the vibration. You just got to switch that. Whatever happened, okay, fuck it. It happened. Life moves on. <laughs> We're in a fucking, you know, simulation. Oh, Aaron, I also changed my thoughts on background people. I'm off that 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 program and now. Everybody's just a reflection. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just a reflection. But like it's just the this the this the feeling, it's the vibration. Like like Abraham says, does this feel good? Does this thought that I'm feeling feel good? No. Okay, then why are you thinking it? Why? And yeah, your feelings are your your higher self communicates with you through the way you feel. So if you are thinking certain thoughts and it brings your mood down, that's your higher self saying, hey, you're off track. Let's get back on track. Mm-hmm. You notice the immediately that when you start thinking positively or you just change the direction of your thoughts, you feel better. You feel better because that's your higher self communicating to you. Yes, that is actually true. Those thoughts are true. Not those other thoughts about lack and what you don't have and what's going to happen that's negative. That's not true. That's why you feel bad because it's not in alignment with what the universe understands to be true. And that's always abundance, power, and love. Damn. Your, your well-being. When you break it down like that, it's so simple. Does this feel good? Yes. The the. the natural state of who we are is feeling good and whatever strays away from that because yes one could either be teaching us um, a lesson or it could just be a contrast to what we want to experience next and also two is just your higher self saying like you like you said this doesn't align with who we are i need you to get back on track let's go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's going to be a constant game of on track, off track, on track, off track. And you have to learn how to be gentle and compassionate with yourself mm-hmm. because we're all on this journey of re- remembering and coming back into our true selves. So wherever you are right now, do not judge yourself for being there. Just accept it and say, it doesn't really matter where I am. I always have the power to to get somewhere else, to really get to where I would like to be. I know we was talking about before we started the show, some books that you, you know, you're reading right now that you would recommend. I want you to talk to them, talk to them a little bit about that. Sure. So it's actually interesting because I think this kind of directly relates to just money, abundance and et cetera. So um, I'm reading a book and it's called the afterlife of Billy fingers and Billy Fingers was a guy um, where during his lifetime, you know, he was a drug addict, he was an alcoholic, he was homeless, you know, somebody who really didn't, what we would consider as someone who didn't have a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one day he stumbles out into the street 
drunk and he gets hit by a car. Okay. And so Billy had a younger sister who was opposite of him. You know, she was uh, the, the all A student, whereas he was the one who dropped out of high school. Um, and throughout their lifetime together, she was the one who always, you know, supported him, would give him money when friends and family said she was crazy. Um, you know, why are you helping him? He's a drug addict. He's just using you, you know, to get drugs, basically. So long story short, um, you know, Billy passes away and then he starts communicating with his sister, trying to communicate with her. Um, and he's telling her about his transition, you know, what happens when he actually passed away? What did he see? You know, did he get an opportunity to review his life? Did he, um, he just talks about all these high spiritual concepts. And one of the things that uh, stood out to me the most, I'm halfway through the book, is he talks about how after doing his life review, he got a chance to become the actual universe. So to go back to that, wow, I am the actual universe state of consciousness. And he got to look at his life as sort of a holographic reality where he could look at the decisions he made, the decisions he missed out on. But not only could he see the things that he missed out on, he could see, he could, he could choose to experience, hey, what if I would have made that decision? And what, how would my life be? So in the end, you never truly miss out. Um, we're all going to the same place. It doesn't matter if you go through a forest and you bump all the trees and you get roughed up, or if you go around that forest and have more of a blissful, happy, you know, aligned life, every single one of us are going to end up in the exact same place. And that's with God and that's being our highest self. So when you experience these things in the moment, just sit back. Don't be so reactional and just think, wow, this is so temporary. This moment is so temporary. How can I choose to enjoy the moment in front of me as opposed to being so scared and fearful all the time of something negative that's going to happen or feeling like I don't have enough? What can I enjoy in this moment? And I think that will just change the way you approach life. I mean, I think it's lifetime work. I, I still have to work on it every day. You know, how can I really get the most out of this experience instead of just trying to rush through life and make it about the money and the accomplishments and the success and these different things that in the end, the only true thing is love. The love that you experience with other people, your friends, your family, your romantic partner, your the love that you you feel when you do something that you are passionate about. Those are really the only things that matter. Everything else is fake <laughs> it's all fake yep. everything else is fake and it's all an illusion mm-hmm. so i want to so some books some books i want to throw out there that help not only just money but mind state so definitely conversation with god i know abraham hicks has um doesn't she have a money book too they do. So I know that they have a book about the vortex. Honestly, you can just Google, you know, Abraham Hicks books and you'll see everything that they have. Any one of those books will help you shift your vibration. You can also go on YouTube, type in their name, just type in Abraham Hicks manifestation and you'll see hundreds of audios you can listen to. 
that will really help you shift your um your perspective. And also shout out Kevin Trudeau on your wishes, uh, your command. That mm-hmm. shit was a paradigm. <laughs> that it's one's good too. Because I remember, I remember when you had put us on to that. I was at that that opera state of like, okay, damn, I kind of peep how powerful I am, but something's up. I think this shit of flutes. I can't be this powerful. And then you come to that full blown realization, like, I am this fucking powerful. The fuck. <laughs> exactly and one of the things that i that sticks with me about his information is there's this particular audio i want to say it's on like cd six or seven and he talks about how wealthy people function how you guys got to understand like when you're wealthy and you have multiple streams of income and you have businesses and you have large corporations and all these different things going on um there's a lot that comes with that somebody could sue you you know your company stock could be going down you could be going through restructuring like there's it's a different level of um just things that are going on and your vibration has to be on point so I loved how he talked about how he's like yeah me and all of my wealthy friends in our society when things are going wrong we just laugh because we know the universe is going to work it out we laugh and we say this is really fucking horrible right now, but I know it's all going to work out. And you got to adopt that mindset that it's always going to work out. And it's better to not have a boring life. I mean, think about if you manifested every single thing that you want instantaneously, how boring would life be? It would be so boring. It's true. So you got to, you got to enjoy the ride. Um, it's stimulating. It's interesting. It keeps us on our toes. Just shift your perspective. Because that it's just, you need that contrast. Mm-hmm. You need the opposite. Because even like the example you use about bankruptcy, it's a reason why that bankruptcy ha- bankruptcy happened. Now you just got to kind of wait to see like, damn, what, what's about to happen next kind of shit. Because I know it's about to be some shit. And it's a phrase that you use that like really helped me a lot. It's best case scenario. So let's say, for example, you know, you got bankruptcy. So, best case scenario, I'm about to make a shit ton more money from this shit, and the more amazing opportunities about to happen. And to shift that perspective to that childlike viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, the best case scenario, what Rich is referring to is whatever situation or scenario or circumstance that is presenting itself in your life right now, I want you to just take a moment to think what would be my best case scenario? What is it that you would prefer to happen? And get details, write it down. Um, and, and when you start to detail that out and write it down, you're shifting your vibration because now you're thinking about what you do want and not what you think you lack. So it's all about the pivot. Okay, what, what is the, the best thing that mm-hmm. could possibly happen to me right now? And that's going to help you guide your thoughts to think about that. So at at the end of the day, it always goes back to mastery and control over where you let your mind go. Because thoughts are really all just possibilities, right? I could say, okay, I'm going to go bankrupt this year and I'm not going to have anything. And then I'm going to be on the streets homeless, right? That's a possibility. But I could also say something totally different is going to happen. And that's also a possibility. So what possibility are you focusing on? 
Exactly. Mm, because which, which now this is something that shook me when here. I was reading um the afterlife of Billy Fingers last night. He said everything that you don't want to happen already happened anyways. And what he means by that is that Ooh. all parallel realities exist simultaneously. So all of these possibilities that I'm talking yep. about, these are just timelines that you can choose to experience. So um, yep. right. So it actually already happened. The thing that scares you the most that you don't want to happen, does that vibrational reality and that parallel reality exist of that thing? Yes, it does. It already exists, but you have the power to mm-hmm. say, okay, that exists, but guess what? This also exists, and I think I prefer that. So it's all about just switching where your mind goes, and when you do that, you take the power out of the things that you fear the most because fear is all about believing that something something yeah. outside of you is bigger and greater and more powerful than you, and you're scared of that thing happening. Mm-hmm. But you are yep. the thing. You, you have the power to choose to experience that reality or experience a different reality. Mm. <laughs> this is a powerful shit. It definitely is. And it's not something you can always remember because there will be some moments in life where you go, universe, this is really some shit. But what's really happening is that you're being pushed <laughs> to confront the false beliefs and distortions that you have about reality. Things get really big until you look at them and you understand what it's trying to show you. You got to take the yeah. fear out. When you view it from a... Well, yeah, take that fear out. What is fear? Fear is nothing. Fear is your mind playing the trick on you. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Is there another? Is there another book that you, you um, know, recommend? As it pertains to wealth, actually, yes. A, a book that really, really, really helped me change my subconscious money beliefs is, um, it's by Wallace Waddles, and it's called "The Science of Getting Rich." That just if you just read the first chapter, you will be shook because what he does is he basically addresses all of your beliefs about money that you probably didn't even realize you had. He relates it to nature and how uh, some people might look at an acorn and they just see an acorn. Some people look at an acorn and they see a forest. They see um, the abundance that will come from that seed. He talks about how. God wants us to enjoy all of the best things in life because what what would be the point of having this magnificent world and universe and all these ideas and inventions and creations and you can't experience them and enjoy them. So it it really was a paradigm shifter. Mm-hmm. I would even say read that before the afterlife book because the afterlife book is more of like high level spirituality in terms of like you need a today money paradigm shift you need to read the science of getting rich by wallace waddles i forgot about that but that book 
I, I, no, I got it on PDF. Very I powerful. powerful that book was. Very, very powerful stuff. God damn. Guys, we just put you <laughs> on to some secret, secret sauce. But on a serious note, though, is you're very abundant, and it's just you have to change these programmings, and that's just the reason. Just the reason for my platform is just mm-hmm. to give back awareness and just remind you, you. You you all know, you all know these things deep down. It's just you need to be reminded. And my purpose, I'm mm-hmm. understanding, is just to remind you of what you already know, but you just forgot. And that's why we're here with Sunday Sessions. <laughs> and thanks so much, Rich, for having me. Um, I always appreciate the opportunity to share everything that I've learned um, openly and be as open and honest as I can. I really hope that um, whoever's out there listening, uh, something penetrated your soul. And just remember that you are powerful, you are loved, you are protected, and you are a badass motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the little, little sauce, little Yes, thank you so much for thank being you. on. It's always. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you, guys. <laughs>